Good morning. Good morning. Java Delight will uplift you. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Grab your coffee. Stay tuned. This show is about to begin. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages. My name is Brandon Croucher. I am the CEO of Delight Cafe. What was that in the background? I'm the CEO of Delight Cafe, and I am here with the one, the only, the princess of all of, I'm sorry, queen of all of South. Oh my God, the squirrel's here too. What? Well... (laughs) The queen of South Africa, she dives off of giraffes, she swims with the sharks, she eats mammals live, and her, uh, she runs through the, through the valley. <laughs> That's a bit extreme. That got dark very I do my best to make Elsa know that Miss Elsa is not just here with us today. She is spreading love and positivity all over the world. Elsa, show us why today, the hump day of the week, the middle of the week, who will you be humping later today? Come <laughs> Oh, wait, what? Guys, I want to introduce you to... My soul sister. Aloha. She's my Reiki master. She's my soul sister. She's amazing. She's my little genie. She's got she's from Irish descent. She's got the most beautiful eyes and red hair. And I just love her to bits. So she came to visit me. We're going through some transitions. So and we we're just supporting each other. Um and 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 and, and she's just amazing. <laughs> Well, that took a quick turn for me. Like, I, I, uh, who are you going to hump today in the middle of the week? And all of a sudden there's, guys, I think I might have to start a new OnlyFans account. Like, this is going to be, like, interesting today. <laughs> I love it. So, all right, Elsa, you got it. We got to include her in the name now. So how do I spell her name? Her name is Allery. So it's E-L-R-I. E L R I. Yes. Sunflower. Ella Sunflower Child. Ella Sunflower Child. Eternal Fortune. Oh, I love it. I love it. We have a lot of people already saying hi. Uh, I kind of won today. I got the first comment in. That's right. Oh, my God. Squirrel came along and said hi. And then we have Stuart Lone Wolf. Good morning. Sherry McQueen. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Jaybird. Look at that. And they're all saying hi to each other. Mr. Brian Tracy, Sherry McQueen. Gosh, we have a lot of great people showing up, saying good morning, spreading positivity. I love it. Do you have a second chair for? Uh, oh, hi. Mm. No, I mean, we got hi. just things. <laughs> 
So, guys, I might be flirting a little bit this morning. I don't know why. It might just be natural. She's gorgeous. Look at that. What is that tattoo on your arm? What is that? Is that a sunflower? It's a sunflower with the flower of life in the middle. And um, I love it. I'm Ella Sunflower, and this is for my oldest daughter, Coralie, in New Zealand. And then the second one is my red mandala. I was going to say, that's a mandala. I know that one. This one is for my <laughs> youngest daughter, Riley. That is awesome. Now, wait, did you say Northern Ireland? Your oldest is in Northern Ireland? In New Zealand. New Zealand. <gasps> New Zealand. I have never been to New Zealand. Is it a beautiful country? We don't know. We all haven't been there. But we, yeah, it's quite a nice place. <laughs> we don't want to dis We beat them in the players. We beat them with the World Cup. Um, we know the hawker as well. And we love New Zealand. <laughs> but we like we like beating them in the rugby when we do world cup and and and, and all those things <laughs> i i have to be honest i wasn't expecting this I, I i we have special guests today we have visitors ilsa's coming out of a side of her we didn't know she had which is pretty awesome because you know it's 2021 people be accepting of these things let's uh, let's understand it and enjoy the show um <laughs> We just so, won't move over. <laughs> That's I'll all we have for today. Yeah, something's whistling. I don't know if it's we the kettle. Seen, listen, we we haven't seen each other in over two months. In over two months. Um, and, and and a lot of things have happened in two months and 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 We've been talking to each other every day. And, and you know Veronica that also comes on the show. So she's part of our sister and then our sister group. She also pops in a, a, a beautiful face here every now and then. Um, and, and then we've got another soul sister is her cousin Ashron. So it's the four of us and we just empower each other because we we are warrior women and we have dealt with so much in our lives. Hey, cutie, cutie. I love seeing that name. I love Burnett. Yes, we, 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 she's got the same um, superpower as me. Em sorry. She's got the same superpower as me, um, empowering women to empower herself. And that is what we do. Um, we have love been it. through a lot and we have, we have dealt with a lot. And we are learning a lot and we're just there for each other. And and I'm proud to 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 introduce her to my community because we are a, 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 a close-knitted group. <laughs> my baby wolf. <laughs> That's how we greet each other. I'm sorry. <laughs> I it's fine. I love it. I love how you guys show each other love and appreciation. You've created your own version of family. And how you support one another and all that. And you explained, and she, if if she doesn't want to, Ellery does not want to go. And if I'm saying that wrong, just teach me how to say it right for later. She's just saying it so perfectly. It's even better than it's supposed to be. <laughs> the flirt's on, baby. <laughs> She's bringing it. <laughs> I think I'm moving to no, South Africa. Like a South African girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want the fleshy. I gotta like take a breath for a second. Everybody's I, I, I might not need my arms for push-ups today. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I mean, we used to do push-ups because he's, he, he's team lost. <laughs> she goes like, oh, oh shit. I have to do 102 push-ups today. This is going to be an interesting one. So let's start the day. I'm going to stretch the arms, get ready to jump down and get my push-ups in. If anybody would like to join me, you can do as many push-ups as you want, but I understand not wanting to. So Elsa, do me a favor. Tell us a story about you and Elre, Elre, because how, like, if, if we're going to get her to America with you, we're going to like have Kevin come too, and her and I are going to get married and you and Kevin are going to get married. Okay. <laughs> Am I Kevin. Given now? Is yep. he Kevin. Now? <laughs> he doesn't even know yet. Like, he, he gives me to everybody and then they back out slowly. And then he chooses somebody else and then they back out slowly. They're like, that one's crazy. Dude, you're they're like, <laughs> I, I was very, I met them before the show and I'm willing to make this joke on air just to make her laugh. Okay. Like, so I asked, uh, uh, right? I was like, Oh, so it's on the subject of love and acceptance. Watch the secret of love on Netflix. I felt like that's how that needed to be read just in my head. Um, I like very, it. very white voice. Very <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said a very white voice. And then I'm like, no, she said very white. Very I'm like, wow. White. I'm like, Already I don't know. White voice. Right? I'm like, uh, that's a little different. So, so I asked, I was like, so uh, uh, are you married? She said, and Elsa said, no, she's going through a divorce. And I explained, I'm sorry, I understand how much that sucks and all that. It really does. And we were talking just to get to know each other a little before the show. I go, but the big question is, do you have any... Oh, Kevin says yes. Boom. <laughs> Saving me. <laughs> but I asked her, I was like, do you have any kids? And she says, yes, two. And I said, okay, sorry, those are my two first red flags. I can't date you. And she was started laughing hysterically. And I'm like, that was a good one. That was a good one. Like she liked it. And I, I'm not being rude. I'm making a good joke and she loved it. I loved having it like that. So absolutely. She is definitely your soul sister. And I love that you have her here today. So while I drop down and do my look, I'm actually like starting to see a little definition. Well, like, <laughs> hold on. Let me do it like this. I'm going to give you all four turtles. You ready? Watch this. This is how it goes. Have you seen my beach ball? It's over there. <laughs> I don't know where, but I think it's right here. <laughs> I was like, I'm That's also... just out. There we go. I'm All right, so I'm going to drop down. I'm going to do 22 push-ups. I want you to give everybody how the two of you met. Oh, that's such an amazing story. We were actually talking about it now. So um, Veronica and, 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 and Auri was, was together in school. And um, Veronica have, hasn't seen Auri and I had a car, so I've never met her. And she says, you have to meet Auri. She's the most amazing person. And we went to her house so that she can give us some Reiki healing and stuff. And when she walked out, so she's shorter than me. She had this pink hair and she looked like a little genie. And she just like, when I met her, I knew that all my wishes were going to come true <laughs> because she just radiated 
confidence and, and, and beauty. And she was just such an amazing, powerful person to meet. And we were actually talking about it. We clicked instantly. It was like an instant click. It's like we've known each other forever, forever. So this, this chick, this chick gets out of her car and and her energy is just like powerful grounded like boom boom like hello here i am this is how it is and i fucking love you and <laughs> it was like meshed i was like this bitch has got me <laughs> absolutely just, love it from there we just jolt into each other and and and, and it's just grown from there um, we've helped each other out of some tight spots emotionally and everything because it's all we've got is each other. And we've walked the same path. We've got the same story, the same hurt. Get a room, you guys. We do. Have, we are in our room. Yes, we are imposing at the moment. Guys, <laughs> I just hacked the Elsa's OnlyFans account, and this is what came in. So don't worry, guys. I got it. That's why this is here. <laughs> Wrong channel. <laughs> this is the one we pay the bills with. I don't know how we're paying bills yet. But I have some ideas how we can now. <laughs> Meeting after the show. We'll do the, well, that's the one we have editing on. So, uh, so wait. All right. Brit Brett has a question for, uh, for you. Uh, I want to cut my hair like that, but I'm scared to do so. Ha, 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 ha. Is it a hard <laughs> style when you want to wear it up? Okay. So if you want to wear it up, it's going to, it's going to show, you know, but you can I... be a Viking and you can be a pretty girl that looks civilized to the rest of the world you know, Hi, us, you know? yes you can, can make it happen like this is a sunday churches <laughs> the one that she does she doesn't visit her mom and like we have to be the south african conservative girl they don't have an opinion it's that way around oh my god so is that your way of like telling everybody how you're feeling that day it's like oh i'm going conservative i'm going non-conservative and you walk in and you're like that's right bitches welcome to church you are so cute oh my god i love it um i saw mandy atterbury said hello uh who's bill <laughs> who's bill and why does he need paying thank you Stuart. <laughs> Because he doesn't want to just stay rent-free. <laughs> that bastard. That bastard. Uh, that's actually super cool, being able to switch it up like that. And then yeah. everybody says, hi, Mandy. I love it. I love it. So I have a question. Elsa, can you do me a favor? Do you have a black T-shirt? I do, yes. Go get it. I want to speak to Al Ray alone for a minute. She was telling tell somebody to leave the room. Like, ah, you're not laughing at me anymore. <laughs> Can you lock the door so we get you the rest of the time? Like, just don't tell her that. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Elsa. I didn't think you'd hear. So, Elray. All right, Elray. I need you to do me a favor. When she comes back, we have to play a prank on her somehow, okay? So do you have a fun, embarrassing Elsa story 
that you would be able to tell us. Something that wouldn't make her be embarrassed, embarrassed, where she's like, oh my God, why did you tell that on air? But something like, you guys went to a festival or something, and she got on stage and threw her bra at the at the crowd. Uh, I, I, maybe, I don't know, like, did she go skydiving and didn't tell anybody about it? And then we found out it was naked skydiving, like something like that. And you can make <laughs> up part of the story. All right, so you got it. All right, all right, and I are back. You you come on. Oh no, I gave you your five minutes. Okay. <laughs> I only needed two. Oh, Johnny Cash, I love it. I love it. All right, here we go. So, Elsa, are you ready for this? You ready I am. for this? So, Miss Elray, tell us a wonderful story about the wonderful Miss Elsa right here. So many. Wow. I did hear a, a pretty amazing story earlier today, something about um, skydiving. <laughs> I showed her my video where I was skydiving, so I literally, I, I literally talked too much. So I show her the video, and I'm like, I'm ten thousand feet in the air. I can't even shut my fucking mouth <laughs> because I just keep talking the whole time. She sends me this video, and I'm dying. I'm laughing because I'm like. Wait a minute. I thought Ilsa said she hadn't gone skydiving. Did she do that this morning? Like, did she go on the other side of the world, woke up early, and was like, you know what? I want to go skydiving today. Do I know your birthdays? Yeah, you're like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to dive out of a plane. Why? Because F it. I'm Ilsa. <laughs> but the interesting thing about that is Ilsa... All right, didn't you say she did it with an extra special like birthday suit on and stuff like that? It was her birthday, so she went in her birthday suit. It's on my OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> face. I'm just naked. It, naked. That is, that's naked with extra K's. <laughs> totally naked and you guys were teaching me south african this morning and i totally heard a few things wrong so okay. you were teaching me the word mix what was mix <laughs> okay so i have to tell you the story behind way because it's a it's a, it's a oh slang sure go word. ahead it's a slang word that we create <laughs> so we, we our English is on pay as you go because our first language is actually Afrikaans. So sometimes we talk and then we forget the English words. So we just throw our own Afrikaans words in there because we know what we're saying. So it's mixed English and Afrikaans. So Ming mix if you mix something, it's like Ming. M-E-N-G. So when you it say it, it's like Ming. Ming, like Ming, but just Ming. And Ming. Was your surname, did it start from the surname from like an Asian guy? It was his last name. He's like, oh, Ming, Ming, I Ming, Ming. Have, I have no idea who came up with the word Ming for mix. <laughs> but I sometimes <laughs> listen to Afrikaans and think, who thought of this shit and called it a language? Because where did you get these words from? <laughs> But it's an interesting language. And fun fact, it's one of the youngest language in the world. Afrikaans is one of the youngest languages in the world. And it consists of a lot of German words and so on. But in any case, so Ming, I like it. is Ming. For Ming and Panda has got a drag. <laughs> 
Oh, it's got it right. I want to say rach. <laughs> He's got it right. Um, so yes. yeah, so for mengen, so it's like meng, so mix. So, so then uh, English, then... English is engels. It's e anal. E no, not anal. It sounds like anal. <laughs> it I totally was like, what the hell type so of inappropriate language are we speaking? <laughs> Even the language is overrated or X-rated. I'm <laughs> like sitting here going, God's whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, so, so, so we call it mingles. <laughs> Our language that we speak, it's mingles. It's ming engels. <laughs> Mix English. <laughs> if you have to translate. <laughs> It's we it, mix some yeah. English into our Afrikaans and some Afrikaans into our English, <laughs> and then it just flows. So we can't uh, wait to come to we can't wait to come to America and pretend that we do not speak any English uh, and gossip about the people in Afrikaans. Engels, Mandy's got it right. <laughs> I love, and then Mandy, well, <laughs> Mandy lived in, Mandy lived in South Africa, but she, at the moment she's in the UK. Nice, right? I'm, I'm learning so much today. Uh, we're learning a little bit of German, and this is just how this reads to Brandon because he's not a good reader. Uh, mixing in German is also Volkermarkenschwung. So that's how. Perfect. Like that's just how it reads to me. I hope that's correct. It's Flawless. Thank you, Panda. I try. <laughs> and then, so, uh, Elsa, your favorite part of the show, oops, sorry, your favorite part of the show. So, Ryan, let me first, I have to tell her about all you guys, because I'm introducing her to you guys to her as well. So, Ryan um, is a, a movie producer, and he's a chef, but listen to this, listen, listen. It says, did you, wait, 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 time out. Did you say, and he's the shit or the shiv, like you use in prison to stab somebody? Because he's a little bit of both. The chef. <laughs> oh, got it, got it. The chef. Go ahead. Says, Good morning, delighted. Today's recipe: fresh rolled spinach, spinach fettuccine pasta, bechamel cheese sauce, sautéed baby onions, Roma tomatoes, crispy mm. chopped prosciutto, and chopped parsley. So he's gonna cook for us in America. Sounds nice. Uh, <laughs> Fernando, that does sound good. Like it sounds amazing. Now, Ryan actually fed me recently and he made a meal that he talked about on air and then met me another meal <laughs> i thought <five students>. oh, <laughs> right. tomato they don't eat tomato 100 <laughs> percent. thank you Stuart. i'm glad i'm not the only one now i say that and then ryan's gonna send me a message and be like oh yeah here's a video of you eating the last thing that i made with tomatoes in it <laughs> and i did <laughs> I didn't eat the tomato. He made them flamboyant or wait, no, all diced up. So they were really small and I just was able to not even taste them. Like it was just a flavor taste, a flavor thing. Good God. Was it good? Like for real, I kept eating it. And then he goes to video me, Brandon ate a heirloom tomato sauce. I did. And I ate it and I smiled and he videoed me. And then because he was videoing me, I ate very inappropriately and I letting it fall all over me and all that. It was amazing. It was that good. And then good morning, Miss Shauna Jones and Miss CK. I see you both here. We thank you for being here today. Love to you all. 
We are actually, and he genuinely liked it. I did. Look at Fernando. He's on top of it today. He's what? like, yo, I see you there in the comments. Nice to see you, Miss Shauna Jones. I see, like, I'm not speaking anywhere near like Fernando, and I'm sorry, buddy. That was a complete, like, bad one by me. Uh, but he's... Yes, yes. He also works on the channel. He works in Mexico. I don't like tomatoes by themselves or if they are overdone, but as a balanced ingredient, they are great. And Panda's blocked. So, no, I'm <laughs> just kidding, Panda. <laughs> just kidding, Panda. Uh, hey, guys. Knock, knock. Who's there? Oof. Oof who? Oof, oof. Sorry, I, that was my... I have nothing else. There was no other comments. I couldn't finish that joke. Sorry. Uh, so, Elsa and Elray are here today. Elray. Elray. Do I roll the R? Do I say it like that? Did you pronounce my name in the beginning? Elsa. I'm like, have you told her what you do as a profession? Have you told her what you do for the channel? How you're... So, hold on. Let me help you. So yeah. Elsa, Elsa is is a professional shark trainer. And what she oh. does is she trains sharks how to be dolphins. But the cool thing is she gets out of, to go to work, she actually slides down a giraffe like Fred Flintstone to go down the giraffe and into the water. It's one of these things that I just can't help it. Like I'm jealous of her real jobs, you know? Like I'm it's one of us. What you do with your R's is your own business. <laughs> I roll. Oh, Sika, there's Sika as well. Sika is such an amazing person as well. Or everybody on so, the show is just amazing people. Love to you because, all. Love, to all. love? So because we have so many, we have a special guest today with Miss Elray. I'm sorry, Elray. Uh, <laughs> would you guys do me a favor and everybody throw where you are in the world up there? Because I'd like to be able to show South Africa how big of a, a net we are casting. Because right now I'm seeing Atlanta, I'm seeing Canada, I'm seeing Germany, I'm seeing Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Like, for real. Like, there's a lot here. And I have no idea in the world where Brian Tracy is. He might be, like, in Nevada right now. So, like, we have people all over the world, and this net is spreading. It's positive. UK here. Whew. That's just how I picture it in my head. <laughs> Washington. See, I was so close. I knew he was West. I knew he was West today. So that means he's up really early watching this today, and I am grateful as hell that you, you're here, buddy. I, like, I love everybody. You, Fernando, you guys are diving in. And then Mandy Atterbury, Lynnhurst, New Hampshire, New England, in England. We have Michigan. She, so Sherry McQueen and I are friends every day of the year, except for one day. And that's when the Buckeyes play Michigan. And that's just because of a rivalry the sports have. The Buckeyes. You know? <laughs> we part ties for one day a year. So I actually do. Oh, go ahead. Who are the Buckeyes? Ohio State. Oh, oh, is it also football? It, it's football. Okay, now I was just making sure. You've got so many sports there that I'm not always at baseball where we're at because all the lingo is German to me. I have no idea. 
So I do have a question. My Browns play on Thursday this week instead of Sunday. And since I'm already 500 push-ups, yes, I know. I have to get back down on the ground in a few minutes. I got you, all right? So, like, it, because I have to go back and do more push-ups in a minute and do 22 more, and yes, I am doing them. I'm just – my camera will turn off every time I touch it, so that's why it doesn't get moved. Um, but worst team ever – oh, shoot. <laughs> Sherry McQueen and I are fired. Sherry McQueen blocked. Just kidding. Um, Shauna Jones, Young Ohio. Um, so the Browns play on Thursday this week, and the team we're playing has the same record as us, so it's an even game. Because I'm already 506 push-ups this week I have to do, can I switch it a little bit and maybe do squats or something? Like if the Browns lose on Thursday, cause that way I like tighten the butt too. And I could be like, <laughs> like, cause right now I've got like, my arms are burning. Like they already are yesterday. Like I was hurting by the last few. Um, but like, I'm thinking if the Browns lose, I'll do squats. So at least I could be like this and looking at you and I'll put my That's hands up. Baby. So <laughs> smack <laughs> well, that was unexpected. I didn't know what was going to come out, too. I just did it. <sighs> we are going to get reported. <laughs> Why did they get taken down from YouTube? Brandon turned it into his OnlyFans account, and it was one too many things. Uh, one mu minute of doing the Macarena per point. Ooh. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. I'm up for ideas. Like, I, I am up for ideas because I can keep doing push-ups for every point that the Browns lose by. But I don't think I'm going to catch up if we have another game like we did recently. If a camera gets... <laughs> <laughs> I did a roll today, baby. Stuart. Mandy Atterbury had the joke of the week last week. I think Stuart gets it right now. He has got the joke of the week right now. Um, so Elsa. We're going to dive into the next part of the show because we're coming up the 30-minute mark. And we're going to talk about the ABCs of CBD because while it is hump day and... <laughs> She's back. Yay! <laughs> So while it is hump day and we are all getting hit below the belt there, Stu, I felt it. Apparently she didn't though. Um, so <laughs> that, that was the joke. I'm glad. Oh my God. <laughs> so we talk every day, every Wednesday, Ilsa and I dive into the topic of hemp and we talk a little bit and teach people about why this plant is such an essential plant. And Ilsa was having some questions for me today, but she's going to take the lead and then she's going to ask me questions about this plant and breaking it down even more. And we're going to have some fun teaching everybody something new about the hemp plant slash cannabis plant. Ready, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do some more push-ups. 
I am reading you I for my name, and it's indica. Indica is an annual plant in the family. Cannabacia, I think. It is a putative species of the genus cannabis. Whether it and cannabis sativa are truly separate species is a matter of a debate. The cannabis indica plant is cultivated for many purposes. For example, the plant fibers can be converted into cloth. Cannabis indica produces large amounts of tetrahydrocannabinol, THC. THC. The higher concentration of THC provide euphoric and intoxicating effects, making it popular for use both as recreational and a medicinal drug. How interesting is that? <sighs> Great job. <laughs> Hold on. Be back. <laughs> oh, oh. We have a new smiling. one. <laughs> Do you know him? I have no idea. But I'm smiling. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Enjoy the show. Yeah, I thought you knew him. That's why I pulled him in. Hearing B work out. Hello, Marius. Welcome to the OnlyFans that has nothing inappropriate <laughs> in it yet. It's just what we do here. We just smile at the camera for hours. Mm. How you doing? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hearing B work out in the back sounds wrong. Uh, yeah, because Especially I'm breathing. They're talking about only feds and smiling and breathing. <laughs> we just born. I don't know what else. <laughs> we are never gonna have any little people watch our show. They're gonna be like, they are the most. They are the most unappropriate people ever. They're always talking about midget porn. I've only started in three. It's how I pay my bills, okay? <laughs> Sorry, way off track. So, take it down, Brandon. Take it down now. So, Elsa was asking me what? questions about the plant. And she was like, so wait, indica is what? <laughs> you're welcome, buddy. You're welcome, my man. Just having fun with you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining us. Um... Indica, oh, Shauna Jones comes out. Boom, high five, Shauna. High five points for Shauna today. Shauna gets the five gosh. points in life. Indica means in the couch. And while a lot of us, when you start smoking with people and you get around people that maybe you've never done anything with before, all of a sudden they invite you over to like, you know, take a toke or something. If you're smoking an indica, you're going to be in the couch. And that's why you remember indica. It helps you relax. It helps get like the day and just let it go. But the thing is, Elsa was asking me, my, my mom asked me this morning and it cracked me up. What's the one, the other one, the Splenda, the, uh, the what's it called? And I'm like, Bingo. I'm like, Stativa. And she was like, oh, Brit, I, Brit, we cannot talk about ghost porn. Brittany and I had a conversation about ghost porn recently. It was a very interesting conversation because I didn't know this was a thing. Like, I'm more scared of ghosts than midgets. So I'd rather go with midgets. All right, so we're going to go to ghost porn. That's Elsa's new favorite thing. <laughs> so, like, all right, back to, the, back to the weed. Back to the weed. <laughs> there is porn of literally everything. And that is how our conversation got started. Is how there's literally everything about porn. You could like write in in just search. Trust me, your Google search is already fucked. Okay, so do yourself a favor and Google ghost porn. 
I promise you, you're going to be here. <laughs> I don't know if I want <laughs> I want to hear about ghost porn. You got it. So here it is. I'm going to combine. Oh, it's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating. It's they ghost you. <laughs> I love this. Look at Fernando's comment. It's when you do it so long. Afrikaans word for shit. <laughs> so when he wrote there, it's shit funny. Because <laughs> cock is Afrikaans word for shit. It's cock funny. And American is anal. So between the two of them. <laughs> anal. It, anal is anal cock. Like anal. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how the conversation started. Uh, there's smurf. She, said, she goes, did you know there's such thing as smurf porn and deer porn? Have you ever heard of ghost porn? And I'm like, what the hell are you looking up? Like that's <laughs> literally... I ignore a lot of messages on my social media because a lot of people ask me very weird questions and I choose who I respond to very, very seldomly. But it cracked me the frick up because she's like, she sends me this. She's like, do you know about ghost porn? How did we go from hemp to ghost porn? Thanks, Brit Brat. So the thing is, ghost porn is, it depends. I Googled it and I went to my favorite porn site just to see what this is, if the, anything comes up. And I wrote ghost porn and there's like hundreds of videos. No joke. So later on today, go to xnxx.com. It's one of the greatest free websites for free porn. I'm, I'm advertising. Maybe they'll sponsor the Not show. advertising me, bro. I advertise everybody better than myself. Like... We need endorsements. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like they'll laugh at us, but imagine if we got our first like contract, like to get paid from a porn site as a company that focuses on being delightful and spreading positivity. Like, that you know how we, we promote spreading positivity. That we didn't know that was her name when we started the show, but guess what it is now. <laughs> Today. We need to stop now. We gotta get ghosted. And then we make a porno. Jeez, why you guys? Okay, hold on. So let me dive back a step. I'm gonna finish up the ghost porn, and then I'm gonna do the one about about indica and stativa and hybrid because you asked me a very good question, and our guest is gonna be here soon. I really don't think the guest is going to want to dive into ghost porn. He might. I don't know. We'll ask him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, ghost porn, when I Googled it, I had to watch some of the videos. And this is not watching to be like, hey, what is this? It's like, wait a minute. What the hell is going on? Um, absolutely, Stuart. You can message Andy after the show. That's not what it said. Um, but like, I literally Google this and I'm on my favorite porn site, xnxx.com. And I'm looking it up, sponsor us right there. Um, <laughs> find your delight and your happy place. And it's one of these. <laughs> so I literally am looking at these videos and I'm not watching, watching them. I'm just scanning them. And it's like the stupidest thing ever. Like, oh, let me go see what that noise is. 
I'm possessed. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no, change. Like, like, you're not even worth it. So then I go back and I find one called Ghostbusters porn. Now, that one was actually entertaining. Like, I laughed pretty hard at that. Like, I was enjoying it because this girl was all enjoying herself and all that. She was, as Fernando would say, alone. And then all of a sudden, this this computer animated ghost is like, and my my favorite my favorite part is when the ghost gets aroused. It's like, (laughs) I I just need to put this out there. If something like that arouses you, please don't eat me up. (laughs) You want to laugh. Just Google ghost porn and watch what happens. I promise to, you. I'm going uh, to laugh. <laughs> Some people in Mexico. They, so actually, Fernando, I have heard that is a fact. Uh, you can't. Uh, I have heard that many times. I was actually speaking with someone the other day. And she was saying how she went on a date with a guy a couple times. And she thinks he's a demon. And she didn't know that until they had sex. And I was like, does that mean you're carrying a demon's baby? She goes, I would hope I'm not pregnant. And I'm like, well, you know, so Lucifer. But all right, so back to Indica Stativa. So Indica is in the couch. Stativa is giving you energy. It helps you like be able to like have the you, if you're if you're a smile. Uh, yeah, get a ray in here. This is like a poop, a poop. So um, I literally, I'm only die. <laughs> the only dialogue in Ghostbusters porn is he slimed me. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart is on fire today. Uh, one time I came across a ton of pictures of animatrix that were turned into literally just cubes. They were just single cubes of animes face down, drawn on. I'd like to try Stativa. I'm just going to put how that went. <laughs> <laughs> I have so, I want to try this. <laughs> so a sativa is supposed to give you energy. But here's the thing that a lot of people haven't, they don't know because you have to do some research on it. And it's very understandable that people would be like, you know, wanting to know about this. So you could actually take a nugget of your cannabis plant and actually send it into a lab. Now, on the bottle, it might tell you, oh, it's a stativa, it's an indica, it has these cannabinoids and all that. But if you send it to a proper lab, you might end up finding out that you're smoking something that is an indica and not a stativa, because a lot of these plants aren't properly tested yet. So it's getting into the science behind it and actually wanting to learn more about what we're doing, why we're doing it, and what the benefits are behind this. So for me... I like to tell people how when you're getting into this, if you're not a smoker, if you're not somebody that's into these things, I haven't even read it yet, but El Ray's face said it all to me. So I, I'm excited. <laughs> I, so I, I thank you. But like he, yeah, um, the difference, <laughs> I forgot where I was going. So there's many cannabino- cannabinoids. And the thing is, you got to be able to when you go to a dispensary, you hope you're getting what's actually there because they're supposed to have it tested. They're supposed to be giving you what actually is there. But what they're finding out is that it's not. So like Ilsa moves to Ohio, we start owning a a grow facility and we're growing plants everywhere. And we have Snoop Dogg OG. We have uh, uh, 
purple kush. We have all these different names and all these different things. And you turn around and we don't even send them into lab testing. We could tell you it's an indica. We could tell you it's a sativa. We tell you it's a hybrid. But until you actually get the testing, it's actually interesting how different the plant is and what it could do. And then the other part of that is our bodies produce these cannabinoids. And it actually sets us up where a sativa to me might give me energy, but might make Elric be calm. It might make Elsa just be normal. It, like it's about being able to find what actually works with your body and how it adjust, adjusts with you. So like, don't think that you smoke one thing of pot and with the wrong group of people and you didn't have a good time, that that should be your only time you ever do it. Exactly. Have you ever been to like, yes, sports ball, but you've been to games, you know, you've been to a soccer game, a football game, I'm sorry, a football game or a football game. <laughs> And like, but like you go to an athletic event, a concert, something, you've had fun with it. You enjoy yourself. Same exact concept, same exact kind of way. And it just makes it where it's a lot more fun to be able to enjoy yourself. You got to find your crowd. You got to find your people like we do here. And then when you find them, God, is it a lot of fun because you build one another up. So whether you're in the couch with an indica or whether you're out strutting your stuff with a sativa, guess what? you're able to be able to be your best you. I thought we had moved on. Well, apparently we didn't. I prefer sativa as well. Uh, cannabinoid sounds like an, an insult. Um, Kevin says, yo, Fernando. Uh-oh, <gasps> uh-oh. I see someone very special here. Mr. Calvin, Mr. Brown. Who is that in the background? Oh, that's my son. But he won't pop in his head in yeah, I don't think he will. <laughs> well, Ben, mm, uh, why does Stativa give me a headache and Indica doesn't? Actually, I can't answer that. That's so the reason is Stativa... Oh, you ready to learn something today, guys? Here we yes, go. Boom. I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. So here's what it does. When you smoke a Stativa, it's a head high. When you smoke an Indica, it's a body high. So you ever notice how your body feels different with certain strains of marijuana you're smoking all of a sudden it's like, or you do an edible. Uh, if you're eating an edible, that's a sativa, you're not going to get the head high. You're going to get the energy. But if you actually eat a sativa that, or eat a edible, that's an indica, the body high is a lot more and it kicks in. Why is that? It's the way your body dissolves it. Instead of it going through your, your oxygen and your blood and all, or in your, ah, blah, blah, blah going through your lungs and through your body, it's actually going through your liver and being dissolved. And then when it pops through, it's taking all those cannabinoids and shooting them through your body. So that means if you have back pain and you do an indica, you'll be able to actually relax those muscles around there, get a massage and help get yourself fixed up better. That's why these are things that are needed for people and all that and why it's a big thing. Uh, give you... Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'll ask the question after you're done. All I was going to say is, and that's why sativas, when you actually smoke them, they give you a head high. The head high is one where when you're smoking it, it's taking you to a higher vibration is what they say. So you're actually giving it to your head and it's going yunk and like, like pulling you up with it. So that's why you're able to, that's why sativas give you a head, uh, headache. Uh, it works great for cancer. Uh, yeah, it does, Sherry. You are 100% right. What's amazing about it is they have evidence all over the world right now of where uh, the cannabinoids are helping with cancer. And they're out of New Zealand, actually. They actually have done a study where they're trying to get more information out about this because 
they've actually found one, one specific strain of cannabinoid could actually eliminate breast cancer completely. And they don't put it out there for science and all that, even though there's multiple doctors in countries that are showing it. And they're all using the exact same strain of marijuana. I don't know what that strain is. I can't answer that. So before anybody asks me, please know I have to do more research. But I do know it's being out there because I was at a conference and they talked about it. But the thing is, they also are finding out for men that prostate cancer is very, very common for men. And the thing is, they actually have a strain of marijuana where the one that works for breast cancer does nothing for prostate cancer. But then the, wow. a different strain, right? A different strain helps with prostate cancer, but doesn't help with breast cancer. So if you'd like to know more about this, they actually did a video and it was the, they made a movie. It's on Netflix. It's called Weed, W-E-E-D, The People. And it's actually all about that. And they show you how the cannabis plant is doing amazing things. Uh, and the way they open the movie, the documentary, is they literally take a, a baby that has brain cancer and I'm talking baby and they start giving her uh, wax like straight out of a syringe. And so she's like eating it and stuff. And it's like, I can't imagine it tastes that great, but the baby is actually able to, they, they do end up having to do chemo in the, during the documentary for the baby, but the mom fights it tooth and nail because the longer they're doing the, the THC and they're working with it and actually testing these things and sticking to a holistic doctor, the cancer's shrinking in her daughter's brain and she's seeing it. And by the end of the, move, the end of the documentary, they're actually showing multiple people with this and what they're able to do with all that. So that's where I would start you. If you are curious about more, it, it's a, informative documentary with a lot of science behind it. And if you want to learn more, please let me know. And I will be happy to connect you with many things to watch. If you don't want to read, go ahead. Elra. I want to ask, do, do you want to ask something? You go ahead. Do, 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 um, the sativa that, that, that gives you the head high, is that better for mental health? And then the, the indica that, 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 um, um, works with your body is that better for body aches and those kind of things so you can literally pinpoint what you wanted to do so i would actually have to let you know something and this is actually can you drop it in the comments i definitely can sherry mcqueen i will do that in one second so uh energy drinks when you drink an energy drink, okay, Monster, Red Bull, I, I'm not sure what you guys have there. So that's why I'm that's using the You do? You do? We do. We do, yes. Oh, so if you were to be drinking Red Bull all day, what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to be very healthy. Right. So if you're smoking no. a stati if you're smoking the same stativa all day, is that kind of like drinking a Red Bull all day? It is. It is. Okay. That makes sense. So that's why you have different plants, you different to balance yourself. So like the way I tell people is that first, like if you're going to be a wake and baker, okay, and you wake up and you got to bake right away to make sure you get through the day so you don't kill anybody. Trust me, I've been there. I've done it. Sober October sucks for me a lot. I'm trying my best here, people. But like. Murder still zero. So you're doing good. <laughs> I had people buying me shots. Oh my God. I had people buying me shots 
at the event last Friday and I wanted to cry because it was like, I wanted to drink with all my friends and they're all like, Oh, come here. Here's a shot. Do this, do this. And I'm like, I'm doing sober October. They're like, no one will know. And I'm like, I'll know. Like (laughs) in all honesty, I will know. And I'm like, it's the, it's the 17th. Like I can get a couple more days in. Like it's not much more in this month. I can get through the month and like, I feel good. Like days left. Right. And then we're into November and then it's nobody November. And I, I limit my circle of who I'm really pushing and talking to and responding to. Uh, so I can build this company because my goal is by Christmas to be not just out of this house, but to really be in a st- spot where we're ordering new products. We're getting the next round going and we're looking at how to get Ilsa to the U.S. because she wants to work. She wants to have her job here. You're coming too, all right? Don't be fooled. Like you're getting packed up into the bag. See, she's the baby wolf. I can't do it like her. She goes like, oh, oh, oh. oh. I, I'll, Kelvin, I'll make you a deal, brother. All right, let's do a cross promotion show. Elsa's gonna set it up, and what we'll do is a show where I'll bring you on my night show, the H, and we'll do a whole thing about it. Because I've done two or three shows about the the medicines from peyote to psilocybin to all these others. Um, I actually have been invited to a shaman in India to go do peyote like as an actual thing with the actual group of people. And I, I a lot of people hear that and they think druggy druggy and it's like no, hold on, time out. It's a medicine, and it, it's like imagine if you got to go take a medicine that's going to make you, and I, this is what peyote does. You're going to vomit. You are going to vomit. So before you ever do it, A, make sure, oh, Jaybird, I effing love you. Uh, Comment right there. The link is right there. Netflix. It is (laughs) weed the people. Weed the people on Netflix. Boom. So weed the people. Boom. There it is. But Oh, Mandy. All right, ready? Everybody ready? Sending good vibes right now. Here we go. God. We're getting some Reiki healing. There you go, girl. So, uh, Kelvin, bro, let's do a cross promotion when you guys get ready to do that. And I will not just drop knowledge. I will bring on one of my favorite doctors. I will, we will reach out to him and we will talk about that because he talks about the benefits of peyote. He talks about the benefits of microdosing. Um, so... Before I go on a huge tangent on that is I want to make sure I say, do not do that without the proper shaman there. You have to make sure, don't like listen to like that your neighbor that's like, oh, I was a shaman once in high school. No, you weren't mother effer. (laughs) Stay the F out of this. Okay. Like you might've tripped a few times, but an actual shaman is someone that's going to not let you go through a terrible trip. And a trip is something that you're connecting with your higher self, your universe, your gods, whoever that may be, you're able to expect it. So for me, it's about being that. And bye, Mandy. Love you. Um, But like I saw the comment, uh, I literally would want you to be able to understand that when we talk about microdosing, it's not like you're doing mushrooms every single day. It's actually broken down. You have a capsule. It looks like you're taking a medicine and you do it every three days. And what you do is you pop it in, you go, and you you literally are able to, you have a slight high, but if you're someone that's already smoking weed, you're not going to notice a difference. It's going to be like just keeping you balanced. But the thing is, they've been testing this in states like 
Michigan and Ann Arbor. They've been testing it in California. They've been testing it in New York. And what's interesting about this is how in Oakland, California as well, they've legalized it so people can do this because they've noticed veterans, PTSD, all these different mm -hmm. things. When this chemical is not being abused, it has unbelievable benefits. It takes you to helping with mental health issues beyond what people have ever heard, beyond what the doctors have seen. So when I say that, I say, do me a favor, know that if you're going to be wanting to talk about this, join us. And Kelvin and I are going to make sure we have a great conversation and break it down where we're actually talking about the benefits of it and not just the party part of it. Because trust me, the party part of it's a great time too. And that's a good way to start with it. So you know how much to take to not take, but it has to be in the right setting because a bad trip can screw you up for life and a good trip can set you up for life. And with that, Ilsa, will you please help me by reading the bio while I do 22 more push-ups? And hopefully our guest shows up in four minutes. Awesome. We will be interviewing our special guest, <laughs> Dr. William. What did he do now? <laughs> Dr. William uh, Curtis, physician coach, rancher, whole food, low-carb, natural health solution advocate. William uses years of clinical experience to teach practical solutions for common health. This eases. I love that word. He promotes the idea that food is medicine. As a former Division I sprinter, he's versed talking sports training theory, nutrition, medicine, competitive mindset, and fitness. His medical practice promotes the idea of maximizing personal health and proper nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, and attention to stress, match, stress, stress management. <laughs> I'm excited about this one. <sighs> That's a lot of push-ups. I'm at 66 push-ups already today. I only have 40 more to go. I'm well tired. Done. Well done. That's incredible. That's a lot of push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Yeah. I mean, don't you want to do another 22 after that? Like, ah, oh, yes, <laughs> Do you know how hard that last one was? That was my slowest yet. Like, I'm like doing them and I'm breathing. Out. Listen to Elsa. Breathe. Okay. You're going to die. No, you're not. Keep breathing. Okay. You forgot to breathe. Breathe again. Like, I felt like that. So, Elsa, Brandon just completed his next episode. <laughs> we have changed the subject, Stuart. We went down the wrong path. Hey, that um, is the comment of the day. I. Uh, uh. <laughs> Like our poor guest literally shows up and I'm watching him in the background. You're reading his bio. And then all of a sudden we go right back into ghost porn. Guys, we'll be back with a minute. Right after a word from our sponsors. Jeez Louise, way to keep it PG. Hi, my name is Brandon. And over the past year, the Delay Cafe team and I have traveled across the U.S. Researching this rapidly growing industry of CBD products. What we have found throughout the industry were products that were inconsistent in dosage and used ingredients that weren't even lab tested. Products with chalky textures, bitter aftertaste, worst of all, confusion among the CBD consumers. That's why we created Delight Cafe. A 15 milligram lab tested, all natural, water soluble hemp CBD powder pack. It's odorless, colorless, and tasteless. 
add it to your favorite drink of choice wherever, whenever, on the go. Quickly find your calm, your balance, your delight when you need it. And we're back, and I do not want to see a jumbo screen. We're going to give that to Dr. William. Uh, Dr. William, how are you? Did you hear William or Dr. Curtis or Dr. Panthers? You can uh, you can call me Bill if you want. Ah, uh -huh. see, we were at, well, that answers a question we had earlier in the show is, who is this guy, Bill, and why does he want all our money all the time? Yeah, that wasn't me. I, I, I clicked on earlier, and I go, I'm not that Bill. Okay, yeah. That's not me. <laughs> so grateful that wasn't you. So if you clicked on earlier, I, I'm afraid of how much you saw, because today went off the rails fast. Yeah, like, I, was having, I was having a good conversation with a couple of friends of mine. I go, yeah, this is going to be a fun show. I, said, I, I feel like I need to do some push-ups to get my energy up. <laughs> What was crazy is right before I'm, I'm at clinic and right before like we were supposed to go live, I like got called to uh, one of my colleagues needed me in a room and it was like something really serious. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta like wash that off real quick, you know, and just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta come in here and get back into the high energy for this show. contagious. The energy is contagious. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously, clearly. Uh, it's the way we try to start your day. We give you that shot of Java of energy with a little dose of delight, you know. Delight. And delight. so you are now. You said the clinic. Which hospital are you at, if you don't mind me asking? So no, I'm a I'm a outpatient based doctor. So I'm a board certified family physician, and I run a small group practice uh, in uh, Southern Texas, and I. So I mainly work outpatient clinic, primary care, that type of thing. Uh, we live in an area that's very highly, uh, there's a high concentration of diabetics, uh, lots of obesity. And so I, I kind of my practice is centered around trying to reverse or address those types of medical conditions, primarily through nutrition. So I think that's phenomenal. Uh, for me, I was someone that went through, I, I was went through depression. I had a very bad divorce. And see, boom, love it. Fernando's on there. He's like, welcome, Dr. William. Uh, so I, when I was on pills, I was on a lot of medicine and they just kept prescribing more and more. And I don't recommend anybody do this. I want to state this first. I dumped all my pills down the toilet and I right. told my, my therapist and I'm like, look, I can't wake up. I'm having a hard time getting like holding my down a job. I have two master's degrees. I should be able to be out working. I'm, I'm not an idiot. Well, I had to figure out another way. And the first thing that ended up coming to me was diet. Can you give us an explanation about how food plays such a critical part in our lives? And what should we be eating? So, yeah, great question. And probably just, you know, you put it right across the plate. Very easy for me. This is what I do every day with patients. But there, yeah, you get, so reality here is that I would say a very safe estimate of my daily work and the problems that I treat. Like when you get sick and you go to the doctor, I would say that 80% of what I treat is diet, lifestyle, or stress related. Okay. And you could, you could track any issue down that, that I treat. And most of those will come back to that 80%, you know, ratio. 
And what I have found is that, and, and kind of the message I'm always preaching and our team preaches and, and at our clinic is that food is medicine. We, if you think about your body, everything that you do, you know, food is, is more uh, intimate than anything. It's more intimate than any physical sexual interaction. We are physically taking something and putting it inside of our body, disassembling it, and then reassembling it as us. And we repair ourselves, we, we build ourselves completely from the things we consume. And that's kind of scary when you think about some of the things that are in the modern diet now. But we have to understand that food is medicine because it's, it's the only thing we can do to actually uh, build and repair our body. And you can either, you can, you know, if, like if you're building a big house, if you're, just think of it this way. If you're going to build a big house and you want to have, you know, perfect structure and keep the rain off your head, you're going to want to use good material. You're going to want to use strong wood or stone that's very perfect. You're not going to want to go grab some rotten piece of crap from out behind the barn or, you know, some driftwood. You're not going to put your body together with junk or things that were never supposed to be there. And that's kind of what I, I spend a lot of my time educating people about because, I mean, I, I, you know, I've been doing this about 22 years and I have seen people, I've seen a good example was I had a 17 year old very early in my kind of when I came out of residency where I was trying to do things differently nutritionally. I had a 17 year old that had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, had seen every specialist, uh, had been to a uh, specialist in Galveston, Texas at a big university center, the Grand Poobah rheumatologist. And we're told they had juvenile, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. The first day that I met this, this 17-year-old female came in with her father. The father gets up out of his chair and says, I want some answers from you. And I'm like, what's going on here? And he says, I've been to every doctor and all you do is you keep giving them medicines and blah, 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 blah. And here I am. I'm like, oh, well, sir, I just met you. So nice to meet you. And we'll figure something <laughs> out. So on that note, I sat down and I started asking this young woman about her condition and her and ultimately her diet. And what she told me, she had terrible joint pain all the time. She was gaining weight. The father complained that she looked 10 years older than her age. Uh, her joints were hurting and she was on steroids, methotrexate. She was not on folic acid, which is in, you have to be on folic acid if you're going to be on methotrexate. It's, it's a drug that requires that. So I went through all this information with her. And, and in the end, I said, well, tell me what you eat. And the dad said, well, nobody ever asked us about that. And I said, well, just tell me what you eat. And she said, well, I eat the school lunch. I said, what is a school lunch? Well, it's a little pizza thing that we eat every day. I, I wash it down with a soda. And then I and then at home, it's it's Cheetos and, and you know, whatever, Takis or something. You know, it was, it was basically a processed food, intensely carbohydrate diet, chemicals, pesticides, you name it, and just junk processed carbohydrates. So what did I do? This was, but keep in mind, I'm telling this story because it was early in my career where I was just starting to play with nutrition. I'd just been introduced to this. I was a good soldier coming out of med school. We're going to tell them a low fat diet and we're going to do all these things, you know. So I was doing that up to this point. But this was a patient that was failing treatment with massive doses of steroids and everything else. So I told her, I want you to stop eating processed sugar. I don't want you to drink any sodas. And I want you to take your lunch to school and I want it to be something that has fat, a little bit of protein and some vegetables in it. That's it. I did give her an herbal called Romania complex and I gave her omega-3 fish oils in large doses. Um, I think that's everything I gave her at that juncture. And I, and I told her, stop your steroid 
stop your methotrexate. So I told her to stop her medicines that weren't controlling her condition. She was in pain all the time, taking an overdose of naproxen every day. And then third, I told her, come back and see me in six weeks. So when I came back, I thought I saw her on my list six weeks later. And I thought to myself, oh, man, like what a quack. You know, I, I stopped all her meds. Her mother shows up with her this time. And the mother says, he comes in. I asked the girl, how are you doing? She goes, well, I had to take a naperson. And I thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, bashing myself. What a, what a, what a <laughs> I can't believe you did this. You're such a smuck, you know, to tell this girl to take a few vitamins and whatever, and she's going to be better. But she did follow the diet. She did take the supplements. By the way, I gave her folic acid as well because she was deficient in folic acid. So she did that. No, no tests were done, by the way. No blood tests, nothing. She comes back and she said, I had to take, and her first words out of her mouth, I had to take a naperson. And I thought, oh, she goes, I took one in the entire month. It was gone. Wow. She lost 12 pounds in one month. She was not overweight, big, tall, blonde girl, beautiful, but looked older. Her skin and the sores that she had on her skin that weren't healing had healed. I think that was a, honestly, I think that was a folic acid deficiency was probably being caused by the drugs we were giving her. Her weight loss was from fluid retention because we got her off of the steroid. And essentially she was eating a real food diet, which is kind of the central theme of what I try to get people to do is eat a real food diet. It's not something you're buying in a package. It looks like real food. Now we can debate whether it's a high carb, low carb, you know, all these kind of things that people talk about. But the first thing we have to start with is you need to eat real food first. Real food's what matters. And that's what cured this girl. I did follow up with her. She had a resolution completely of her rheumatoid arthritis symptoms. She had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, complete resolution of symptoms. Last I touched base with her, she was a junior in college, had had no reflux, uh, even though she had some indiscretions in her diet, obviously she wasn't perfect. She never went back to having those symptoms. So I'll pause there. I, but, but the idea was that was a treatment protocol that woke me up. I was awake after that. I thought I went and I was very insecure. That's why I say that, like, as a medical doctor, I'm thinking, why am I I'm, I'm stopping this medicine that these specialists gave her? Well, what gives me the right to do that? The right was that they didn't, they weren't giving her anything that was working. The father was justifiably angry at my medical community. The guys that have the MD on their name there, we weren't giving her something that was actually curing her or solving her problem. We were giving her something to treat symptoms and, and ineffective at that. And in that situation, we were actually causing harm. Awesome. That is true. I'm glad that you could help her. But now I want to I ask a question. Um, diet is very, very important, but there are so many diets out there. How do we know which one is the right one to follow? And is one diet good enough for all the illnesses? Or is this, uh, 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 if you've got specific illnesses, is there specific things that you have to eat or not? So, yeah, great question. So where I would lean in, in the juxtaposition of what I teach my patients is first thing is get rid of processed food. OK, so I find that I, you know, I'm notorious for telling patients that soda, things like that, soda is death in a can. So I like soda. I like my Diet Coke or whatever. I'm sorry. It's death in a can. You're being you're destroying your health by consuming that. There's many reasons, the chemicals and things that are in it, but mainly due to the high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup is in everything now that's processed and sugary. And so what happens is high fructose corn syrup actually is very, very traumatic to the liver. 
and it creates metabolism changes that ultimately lead to type 2 diabetes and heart disease and inflammatory conditions such as the rheumatism case we talked about. I teach, besides it being a whole food diet, which means you should eat the highest quality food you should eat, I want people to limit processed carbohydrates. So that, for me, that's going to typically avoid all grain-based foods or most grain-based foods. It's going to avoid all the processed junk we talked about. It's going to encourage, and I am in the paleo to ketogenic family of doctors. You know, that's what I teach because it works, which is I try to get people to eat more real food that is higher in fat, some protein, okay, and then a very low carbohydrate diet that primarily comes from vegetables or fruit. Now, I do have diabetic reversal programs that I use this way, and, and obviously the dial is all individual for the individual patient. So if they have lean body weight and they exercise routinely, then, then that dial is more, you know, maybe there's more carbohydrates in the diet, but they're going to be primarily vegetables and fruit and maybe the highest quality whole grains you could eat if you're going to eat that, which I don't necessarily recommend. But if you're diabetic, you will get a full-on ketogenic diet. That's what I teach. It's going to be high fat, low protein, low carb, and there's lots of reasons out there why that would be the case. And that's what I use because that's what works. And again, it's based. I'm I'm not a wizard. Uh, I you know I'm I'm a primary care doctor that just looked at patients and said, does telling this person to eat a low-fat diet and they really don't do that, they go eat a lot of processed carbohydrates. Does telling them to do that solve any of their problems? And realistically, over the last 22 years, I found that, no, it doesn't really solve their problems. And so what does when you start playing with that, you realize that at very least for base humans out there, just the basic average healthy human, it's going to be at least some kind of paleo or primal kind of diet. OK, yeah. Now, it can be different, though. I mean, everybody's different. It one size. Some people go, oh, I can't eat keto. I can't eat that much. Good. Maybe you don't tolerate that. Maybe you're a little dialed one direction or the other, but it should never be in the high processed carbohydrate camp. It should never eat. I eat bread all the time because that's what the American Diabetic Association told me, you know, the, all these kind of things. This is this is where I, I lean because that's what I've seen that works. So uh, this comment and there's so many more, uh, but bad food is so good. Um, like, have you tried building a house out of McDonald's burgers? Don't knock it till you try it. You know, the house will never fall down. Right, I right. mean, all these great <laughs> things, but like, I have five questions I wrote just from the first thing because food is medicine and all that. But yeah. one of the things is the big thing I notice is a lot of doctors, and this is not insulting doctors, no, no. but the idea that some doctors love pushing meds is what a lot of people have started to go to. And you're trying to say, wait, 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 it's not, not the meds. It's just not what's going to fix you completely. And it's, it, it, how do you find a doctor is my question that actually matches with you because a lot of these things today, like I'm in the US, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. That's why I asked what clinic you were at Cleveland clinic. Yeah. I was going right. to, I was going to come give you a hug after the show. <laughs> um, but you know, COVID's not a thing in here anymore. Just right. kidding. Um, but I, I, I had a hard time finding a doctor that matched my yeah. views. I had a hard time because I wanted to do the proper diet. And then exercise because when I was on those pills, I gained a lot of weight and I'm not talking a little bit. I'm talking, I weighed almost 300 pounds and now I'm just about 200, just under 200. And the thing is, it was when I stopped taking the pills and then pop, pop, when I cut pop out, I dropped 20 pounds within two months, like nothing. Mm -hmm. Those little things make a huge difference. 
how do you find a doctor that matches what you're looking for? And I, I, cause I, I, that's a big thing. Cause I don't want to be push pills and I'd rather be like, Hey, what can I be eating, meditating, volunteering instead of just being able to be here and taking another pill? Right. That's a great question. It's tough. Um, it depends when you, when you look at doctors or healers generally, they fall into different categories. You know, I have an MD behind my name. That means I have a specific paradigm of medicine that I was taught. Okay. Now that means that my toolbox has certain things in it. it. And one of the things that I like to do is make sure that diagnostically, like if you come to me and you say you're tired, well, I'm not just going to, Oh, it must be your nutrition. Let me do this and that. I'm actually going to check your thyroid, your hormone balance. I'm going to do these things because I need to be certain that's my training is be certain, be deductive about what it is you're trying to treat this patient for. That's the value of a, of a, of a medical doctor because they're typically going to be deductive and try to find that. You do need to look for a doctor. I would say probably a, a good short answer here would be look for a doctor that has some mention of functional medicine because those doctors, as far as medical doctors and doctors of osteopathy, those types are going to be more likely to uh, steer you towards some type of nutritional solution. I don't agree with all of the treatments and some of the protocols they use to work people up in functional medicine practices, but I do understand the value that they're trying to address nutrition first uh, and and try. They, they start with the basic premise that, well, um, I the body knows how to fix itself. I mean, if I cut your arm right now, you assume it's going to heal, right? You don't guess that, well, maybe it's not going to heal right, or it'll just stay open the rest of my life. You don't ever even think that. But the reality is that the, the body has the wisdom to be able to heal uh, emotional issues. It has the ability to heal physical you know, ailments, injuries, and even, like I, I mentioned, a metabolic disease like diabetes. Diabetes is a, is a dis-ease, it's, it's not a disease. It's a dis-ease. Type 2 I'm talking about. Okay, so don't be texting me about type 1 or whatever, right? So type 2 diabetes, all right? So it's a nutritional disease. And so the reality is um, you have to look for doctors that A, can work you up and, and do effective workups. I'm, I, I have naturopath doctors, even some chiropractors work nutrition a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm equal inclusive of the medical healing community. I, I don't I don't bash as a doctor. I don't bash naturopathic doctors that just have naturopathic training. I don't bash doctors like chiropractors. I got a chiropractor that works in my office. Okay. And he teaches nutrition. That's what he does. So you can get this care. The real, the re the people that really need a medical doctor are the ones that don't know why they feel the way they do, or the ones that have lots of, they got started on lots of medications. Those are the ones that need a doctor to help. Even in, and if you go into a medical office and I'm, and I'm not bashing, I'm not like, I'm not better than the guys that I like trained similar to. I, but I understand their mindset and I understand that where they're coming from. You don't, don't go into your doctor. Say, I want to stop all my medicines today. Cause Dr. Curtis said it was you know, like, it's all crap. I just need to do nutrition. Actually, they started you on those medicines and they need to help you work off of those. But it's if you go to a doctor and you say, hey, I'm going to work with a nutritionist that is worried about, you know, has worked on whole food nutrition. I would like you to help me minimize the medications moving forward. You know, if I make success with that, if I can show you objectively that I'm improving, then that's probably a good fit for you. 
I would say there's more and more doctors like this out there. Uh, Twitter's a great place. Look at the low carb docs on Twitter. There's a ton of them. Uh, th those guys are in the right camp. I, I, this is the fastest way I found my tribe of people, you know, is, is in my area, to be honest, there's not a lot of doctors that do what our clinic is doing in this, in my immediate area in South Texas, um, in Austin, Texas and, and Houston and bigger cities, there's tons of doctors in those areas that are trying to practice nutritionally based medicine. But I think a, a quick Google search can get you in the right ballpark. And then be, don't, don't be afraid to walk in and say, this is my health. I would prefer to try to do things naturally. And you, people, they see the white coat. I'm sorry, I'm in here with a white coat that just was at clinic. But, but if, if you see a white coat, it doesn't mean you have to sit there and shut up. It doesn't mean you don't have any say. It, just, it doesn't mean because they tell you you have to take X, Y, Z. It doesn't mean you have to do that. And then my final thing on this is I believe that you should see a physician that's a good communicator. If you go to a doctor and they don't communicate with you, I can't tell you. And this is something I will knock my colleagues in my community a little bit that maybe might hear this. <clears throat> I routinely see patients that come out of the hospital and they'll say they'll come in and they're, they look gaunt and run over and everything. And I it's like, oh, I understand you were in the hospital. You had X, Y, Z. And they say, I don't even know why I was there. I went in with belly pain. They did a procedure. They did some scans. Nobody said anything. That's bullshit. Okay. Physician. I'm sorry. I don't know if I should take cuss on the show or whatever, but <laughs> you've got, well, you've got an F word that you can use anytime during the oh, show. Gotcha. Okay. So <laughs> well, I don't usually use F bombs, but occasionally. No, no so, so anyway, but the point is that's sad to me. And I'm embarrassed by my colleagues that they don't address the needs of that human that was sitting in front of them. And, and, and that really hurts my feelings when I see, and, I, and it also, it tells me that that's why you see naturopaths, osteopaths, nurse practitioners, you see all these other communities and people trust their Facebook friends more than they do their doctor half the time because their doctors are not talking to them and sharing the rationale for what they're trying to do. They're also ignoring the nature's wisdom that's already in the body. You know, that like, oh, yeah, you know, like I, you mentioned the your, your mental health issues that you work through, uh, which hats off for doing that naturally and everything. But, you know, the situation I've seen people that I had a lady that was suicidal in front of me, young woman, suicidal. It was a Friday afternoon, new to my clinic. And I'm thinking, oh, you got to be kidding me. She's really she just told me she's going to hurt herself. And it's Friday. It's fourth. You know, I'm like, it's all running through my head. And I just, I, I did my normal routine. I asked her about her nutrition and all these kind of things. She said she drank a case of Dr. Pepper every day. And I thought, holy hell, how do you drink it? I mean, I'd be peeing the rest of the day. How do you drink a case of Dr. Pepper every day? But she did. That was her social history. And she had no other major reason to be depressed. And I said, look, I want you to promise me. I held her hand. I said, I want you to promise me. I'm, here's my phone number. You call me. If you think you're going to hurt yourself, I want you to go to this number. I want you to go to this hospital. I want you, you know, she agreed to all of that. So I felt comfortable that this patient, I bonded with her and she's going to trust that I'm going to try to help her. I did not start her on an antidepressant. I said, stop drinking soda. Stop drinking the Dr. Pepper specifically. She came back in about 12 days, had lost five pounds. Her skin and she looked like she had reversed her age about six years. She was in her probably late 20s, early 30s. Looks like she reversed her age about six years and was completely not depressed. She said, thank you uh, for not, not putting me on a medicine. 
That wouldn't have happened if I didn't ask her about her nutrition. So if you don't have a doctor that doesn't ask about your nutrition, that's a real, real red flag. I don't know if I answered your question, man, but I got on a roll there. So. No, no, no. That's perfect. That's perfect. I've got a question. I have got high cholesterol, but I was born with it. So it's um, my triglycerides are very, very high. They told, and I've got pancreatitis and liver defect and all that. I'm very crocked out. Um, but I have been on cholesterol medication for very long. But because I don't feel sick, I don't drink it. Um, and they say that it, my 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 cholesterol can't be fixed by a diet. So my question is: Is there foods that that can lower your cholesterol more than what pills or any like a specific food that can target that because I don't want to drink the medication. Good question. So complex, but um, I would say first off, if your listeners have not seen the show called fat fiction, uh, please look that up on YouTube or whatever and look, watch fat fiction. It's the most modern rendition of the, entire argument against the fat heart hypothesis, which is why you're on a cholesterol medicine, because we're afraid that it's causing heart disease. Uh, total cholesterol has no association with heart disease. And that's been shown in many studies. Triglycerides and HDL do have an association with heart disease, as does LDL. Um, HDL, uh, if it's very low and your triglycerides are very high, that typically would indicate for your metabolism, for your personal body, probably too high in, in simple sugars in the diet. Okay. Uh, and then secondly, if your LDL is very high, there is a breakdown component of that. Not all LDL is bad. There's one apoprotein B it's the dense LDL, which is uh, you can get in a special protocol that shows the particles. That is actually the one that's bad for you and is associated definitely with heart disease. But guess what? When you eat sugar and it enters the liver, it becomes triglycerides out the other side. And so what happens is the protein carrier, the little LDL that's been badly you know, maligned, is doing its job carrying cholesterol around the body to build hormones, repair tissue, all these other kind of things. What happens is your LDL carries densely a lot of triglycerides on it. So actually LDL going high, the bad LDL, the dense LDL, is actually driven by triglycerides, which is driven by sugar intake in the diet. To answer your specific question, fiber uh, tends to lower overall cholesterol. So if you were in a high vegetable diet or you took even fiber supplement, just something like Metamucil, something like that, that can do it. But keep in mind, your most of your cholesterol doesn't come from your diet. Um, and this has been shown that about 80% of the population uh, does not, their cholesterol doesn't change dramatically uh, with uh, diet. Um, so Typically, uh, you will. I will. If a person just comes in with that kind of story, uh, one other thing I will uh, point out to you is cholesterol is the basic chassis by which all your hormones are made. So, progesterone, estrogen, cortisol, stress hormones, uh, testosterone—all these guys that come in with low T and they're all you know limp and tired and fatigued and overweight and pot-bellied and everything else. That all clearly, and, and you'll see they have high cholesterol. Well, it makes sense when their hormones are extremely low that the raw ingredients are high trying to make more hormone. So it depends. I guess the in the end, it depends on your overall breakdown of your cholesterol protocol. I mean, your uh, profile rather. Mm -hmm. and, and so a total cholesterol being high is not always a bad thing if the HDL is very high and the triglycerides are low. And then if you still have a wompy profile or a very strong family history, 
you can look at the uh, the breakdown cascade of the uh, cholesterol profiles, and that gives you more to go by. Typically, naturally, though, I, I tell people uh, detoxify the liver. So I use products like um, betaine, AF beta food. Uh, these are standard processed products. I use um, omega-3 fish oils in large doses can lower triglycerides and tend to help inflammatory profiles. And then fiber for these people that have really dramatic cholesterols. Now, if you have a cholesterol that's in excess of, you know, three, four, five, sometimes you see these four, five, 600 on the cholesterol, LDL is like 300 or whatever. These are people that can have a genetic preset that's very, very high. And those people, sometimes you do have to use smidget doses of medicines, because if you looked at a person, if you spun their blood down in a centrifuge, um, that's more of it. Their blood actually looks like butter at the bottom. And, it, and it's it's too thick and it leads to pancreatitis and conditions like you've described where you have pancreatitis. Yes, yes, that's, exa that's exactly what I have. My liver doesn't take the sugar and turn it into energy. It turns it into fat. And when they draw my blood, it's like light pink until they mix it. Um, and then the fat literally goes and rises up on my blood like thick like that you can literally see it there and it's um i got it from my grandfather my grandfather had it so it is um from a family you know generational um can somebody with high cholesterol go on a, a like a keto or a paleo diet with yeah. something like that yeah they can i've seen that happen lots of times even I, again I, I said earlier in the show that like people are all slightly different i have seen i work with diabetics primarily i've seen diabetics that have known heart disease, uh, advanced age, cholesterol total of 500 with an LDL greater than 250 and can't tolerate statin drugs and won't take them or and or won't take them. I've seen patients like this. I put them on a keto diet. It imp Triglycerides improve. It improves a little bit, but it doesn't go all the way down. I put them on a vegetarian diet, right? Try, I'm trying anything, right? See what sticks. They get on a vegetarian diet. Their cholesterol goes to 600, okay? And then you put, and then the patient comes back. What else is left? I said, I don't know. Just eat meat and see what happens. They go on a carnivore diet. Cholesterol drops from 500 down to 170. So again, there are people that that's an extreme example, but at the point, the learning point from that is everybody's a little different, but diet typically doesn't affect it very much. I routinely put people on ketogenic diets, high fat, low carb diets, because their triglycerides drop, their good cholesterol goes up. That's exactly what happens when that diet is given to somebody that eats carbohydrates. So then their cholesterol, I don't worry so much about total cholesterol because it doesn't have an association with heart disease. Then I look at their LDL. And oftentimes the LDL goes down too. It's a very small percentage of people that will see a spike up. And then if I see that, I'll typically go look at the breakdown components. Is it high LDL because it's bad LDL? Or is it the fluffy big LDL, which is not associated with heart disease? So there's, there's a, it's looking at the fine details there. And there's, it's more complex than just, oh, your LDL is high and your cholesterol is high. Therefore, you must do. That's robotic. That's, that's not looking at the patient as an individual. It's not mm -hmm. trying to look at what they're eating. And, and a lot of these docs will start these medicines simply because, and that not without even asking what they eat. Like for mm. you, if I was sitting out counseling you, I would, I would delve in and like, okay, what are you really eating? Really? Okay. Not, not like what sounds good to the doctor, but like, Tell me what you really eat. And, and mm -hmm. a lot of times these people, even with high triglycerides, it often is, it often can be assessed and treated like, like, oh, I see you have like 
35% carbohydrates in your diet, you might want to go to like 5% and see what happens. And you know, mm. your triglycerides are driven by sugar. Well, my, my cholesterol is so, I'm so sorry, Brandon. My cholesterol I'm going to do my push-ups. <laughs> my cholesterol is so high that, that um, I was actually a guinea pig for all the kind of medications that they brought in. Yeah. Um, they did lumbar punches on me when I was younger to see where it comes from or what they yeah. can do um, and a different medications. And it's, uh, <laughs> why is he like looking like that? <laughs> so it's been a long journey. And, and, and if I really have to be honest, uh, I've, I've never actually wanted to change my diet. I eat whatever. What is a lump? What is a lumber punch? And why is your doctor doing it to you as a child? Is it lumber a lumber punch? punch? Yes, it's like I'm like, picturing her just being like the doctor sitting there. I didn't even get one push up in because you threw me off. Like she's like this six year old child. The doctor's like, here, stand still, tighten up your lumbar area, and then dish, 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 she Rocky Balboa on you. And I know okay. that's not right. So I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, yeah. Doctor, you can explain what I want. Uh, lumbar puncture is a needle in the back. Uh, they're they're drawing cerebral spinal fluid to see assess for disease of the spine or cerebral spinal fluid. Sometimes people with very very high cholesterols, you'll see some of it, you know, in the in the other fluids of the body. So they're looking to assess it that way. Yes, yes, and it's not a fun procedure. No, <laughs> Let me just no. put that out there. It's Especially like if you were six. Diets. I've done them on babies and adults, but yeah, I feel bad for six-year-olds. That's a traumatic experience. Yes, no, no, no. I was much younger than that when they did that. Yeah. From birth, that I was in hospital and everything. Yeah, because um, they said they said to my mom and them when 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 I was born and they picked that up immediately. Um, they said that I won't live to the age of three. Wow. because of the medication i mean i'm turning 40 so yeah, that is that is 40 years that is 40 yeah. years ago so the the the, the sort, of, the sort of missed the prognosis there <laughs> yes yes so i have just been winging it uh for 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 almost 40 years and it seems to be working <laughs> so. it seems to be working for you look at me now no, baby. <laughs> my turn so Your turn. The, word... Now. <laughs> the word diet there's a word that is very fearful to a lot of people. And you mentioned keto, you mentioned paleo, and we've talked about all these different ways. What would be, if somebody's wanting to take that first step in their life, to try something, not dumping the pills, <laughs> don't do that. Right. Emphasize that. Even though I did it, don't do it. Don't right. follow Brandon's lead, okay? How then could somebody start? Do they start by, uh, when people ask me this, and I'm not a doctor, I'm a bald guy. That's it. So I just emphasize, <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we make it look good, don't we, Bill? You yeah, know? <laughs> so I always tell them you should eat the rainbow. And like you go with fruits, veggies. Like my mom, I bowl of, of yogurt. And then strawberries, blueberries, bananas, and then have a glass of orange juice. Mm -hmm. But not everybody can do that. What is a good thing to start your day instead of going through the McDonald's drive through line and getting a large iced coffee with six egg McMuffins and hash browns? Because you can't have one without the other. Generally, what I do with people to get them started basic, sometimes people are overwhelmed by diet. They're, um, it seems too hard or it seems like too many things to do. What I would do is sort of eat the elephant one bite at a time. And so what that means is start with the things that we know are the biggest offenders in the diet, things that cause the most disease. 
as I've been bashing sodas the whole show, I will stick with that. If you are drinking or eating things that are either sugar or alcohol based and in large quantities or any significant quantities, I would say start with a, um, a, a hiatus from that. Don't look at it as like, I'm never going to have a soda again. I'm never going to have alcohol again. Don't look at it that way. Look at the liquid sugars first, however. Okay. And if you did nothing different, if you still ate Whataburger or you still ate McDonald's or whatever, right? If you still did that, at least don't do that. Don't do the sodas. Don't have the 12 pack of beer on Sunday afternoon. Okay. So those, those two you're, things. Usually you're obviously not a Browns fan. I'm sorry. I got to make sure I put that up. Yeah. But those are those liquid sugars are where I start because they're unnecessary and they tax the body. They cause inflammation and they unbalance the hormones like insulin. Once you affect insulin, that's why I start with insulin because that's why we gain weight in our midsections and it leads to a, a very, uh, a very long, you know, inflammatory uh, set of things that occur when you have spiked insulin and that's driven by carbohydrates. So that's why I always start there. The second thing I tell people is simply try to eat things that look like food. Okay. So that means if you're opening a package if it's in a styrofoam box, if it is uh, not something you didn't get in the outer perimeter of the grocery store, like meat, like eggs, nuts, things you could hunt or gather or vegetables. If it's not that, then try to steer clear of it. People say, I don't like this or that's too hard or I don't have time. Then you don't have time to be healthy. You're shortchanging yourself. You're, you're putting yourself in a situation where everything else is more important than you. And I, and I, that's the psychology of this is that people don't address the fact that they need to put themselves first. Even if you have a family, well, I'm too busy. I'm a mom. I have this, I have that. It's like, yeah, but you're mom. So if mom doesn't teach her children to eat right, they're going to have problems. That's why we get this morbid obesity, you know, epidemic. That's by the way, I'm, I'm not, I don't have to go down that COVID thing, but that's the pandemic. If you look at who is dying and this, this hurts me that this isn't the conversation. The people the who people are dying are mostly metabolic patients. These are people that are suffering from metabolic disease. It's not bashing. It's just the fact that high insulin, obesity, diabetes, heart disease. If you know a friend that died of COVID, most likely they have something along those lines. Okay. And I know that's a hot button. We don't have to go there, but it's just, I think that we should be talking about that more often that that's the real problem. Yeah. The pandemic's a problem. COVID-19 is a problem. I get it. You know, I'm not, I'm not naive and I treat COVID cases all the time. Okay. So I understand it. I've experienced it. But the, the thing is, when I look at the people that I treated, I see that those individuals are, um, that they had metabolic disease first. And they, and they are more likely to die of heart disease and cancer and everything else. And so that's kind of why um, I tend to, you know, kind of lean towards telling people, get rid of liquid sugars first and then eat real food. Everything else after that is just fine tuning because your body will adjust to real food as yours did whenever you dropped your pills and decided you're going to eat different and get rid of soda and everything else that you're living, you're a good example uh, about, you know, how, how, um, that can affect someone's health. I, I like bacon. I'm here with uncle Bob. I love bacon. Is bacon really that bad for you? No, I don't think so. Uh, from a standpoint of, um, from general health, I don't think it's a bad thing. I would get the natural bacon. Um, 
the naturally cured bacons. Um, I think Hormel has a brand that's sort of natural. Uh, you know, I would, I would do that and, and get the highest quality you can, or better yet, you know, eat local and, uh, talk with your local farmer. Um, you know, part my clinic is associated with a farm. I mean, I live on a farm and we have those foods in the clinic. So it's really in your face when you walk through our clinic, because it's like, I have a garden out the exterior window that they can see. So as we're exiting, I walk them to the front and go, look, food is medicine. You know, there it is. It's not hard, you know, and we walk around the corner and there's a big freezer full of all these, you know, uh, you know, organically raised pork and beef and, and uh, pastured chickens. So it's like, and look, you know, you don't have to buy it here, but it's in your face that, that, yes, we think it's okay. And, and you should eat. High quality this is, this is very off topic and I do this often. I, I apologize in advance, but I see that you are a rancher. Does that mean you do bull riding as well? Uh, I've been run over by a couple of bulls, but no, I don't. <laughs> like bring, bring the bull run to Texas. Yeah, we do have, we do have cattle though. We do have cattle. Yeah. So, yeah, you do. all, all, tech, all oh, people from Texas have cattle, by the way. That's a fact. Longhorns, Texas Longhorns. No, no, Longhorns. Those are rangy, nasty, skanky little cows. No, no, no. Yeah. No, we went, we got beef masters, beef masters, you know, big, big, big boys, big, big boys. Yeah, that's what we got. Yeah. Texans so, sake. Yeah. So I have to ask, Doc, um, I don't know, and I could easily look it up. I have it behind the scenes right here. But your podcast, WFO, I, I, is that what the fuck's up? Like, I know O's <laughs> not up, but I, 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 I'm trying to make sure I know what it is. And I want to, like, give everybody, I'm providing the link right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I want everybody to be able to go follow, subscribe. I'm going to share that for everybody right now. Can you tell us what that is and a little about that? Yeah, so uh, WFO is wide effing open lifestyle. Uh, is what I was so about. close. Yeah, so, so close. 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 So the uh, other character in your image there that you're posting is my co-host, Lieutenant Colonel Chris Story. Chris is uh, one of my best friends, and he is an active duty Lieutenant Colonel in the United States Marine Corps. And we are, have been friends for years. We went to school together years ago. And we were sitting around, I think, at a pizza place drinking beers one time with friends. And basically uh everyone started listening to our conversation and we they kind of say you guys should do a podcast kind of thing right and so you know the, and, and so we thought let's do one so we've been doing it for about three years now typically we wow. like to interview people that are just trying to get the most out of life trying to master self master craft accomplish any life mission so um you know it's sometimes we talk nutrition the show is not all about medical stuff that's not what we do for some reason we're ranked fairly high in, in, in uh, philosophy and iTunes or whatever. So I think, I think, you know, you know, we, we talk a lot about stoicism and, and mindset and uh, certainly uh, have tons of cool interviews. We've had, uh, you know, Navy SEALs, we've had uh, NFL man of the year, uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, different individuals on, we've had a guy that uh, died and came back to life, you know, and, and uh, all his, uh, his experiences and, and just really cool stuff, coaches, Anybody that's trying to, that has a positive message or something that they can teach other people about that makes them better. It's not a, it's not a, you know, place to be negative. It's not a place to uh, sort of, you know, bash. Yeah, there's enough negativity on the internet. So that's not our, that's not our stick, if you will. So we typically, uh, you know, always welcome interviews for people. They're interesting. You don't have to be famous. You know, there's, there's people that have cool stories that are just regular Joes, you know, they're just out there or Janes or whatever, and just doing their thing and 
being being extraordinary in their in their world. And so that's 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 what we do. And I appreciate you sharing our link. And uh, maybe uh, you know they you know maybe some of our listeners can um, uh, join your show as well. Oh, that would be amazing. Do you, we've got this thing on the show, and I'm jumping in front of 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 of, of uh, because um, time's almost running out, and we need to get this out there because we've got a little competition running. Okay. And we would like to now. I'm going to put you on the spot now, and I do apologize. But is there a, some kind of assessment that you can maybe give to one of our oh. viewers, like a consult a, a consultation that you can have with them and maybe help them with their diet? that we can put into our little competition that we have. I got you, doc. So, okay. So, I'm, so you're wanting, you're wanting something for uh, like a, like a, a consultation uh, offer a consultation uh, for uh, yeah, I could do that. So, please, do that. so what we, what we do is everybody who goes and shares likes comments and we help get more subscribers and all that. Hey, we got one while we were on air. Um, I, we literally want it to be where people, if, we focus on that. Like yesterday we did an assessment of leadership qualities and the leadership coach that we talked with, he gave away a free assessment and a test and Mm -hmm. you don't have to give an hour long type of thing. It just be somebody. So what we do is I have a wheel of names and everybody throws their name in like, include me, include me, include me. We spin it and then we connect you to, so that way it works like that. But we want to make sure everybody's sharing it so that way the positivity gets out there because true, our true. focus is the positive. It is getting the best out. It's exactly what you're doing. And I laugh because uh, you interviewed Miss Car- uh, Carolina and she was on here not too long ago. Oh, cool. And I didn't we, know that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah she's it, awesome. It, it, yeah. She was incredible. But like, that's what we try to do is just get that positivity out there. And I'm watching yours. And we actually on Thursdays have a veterans podcast that we do. And so I was like going to say, Doc, we need to connect again because Brian Tracy, even though he's commenting my name here, um, he literally is one of the ones with that show. And it'd be great to have you and your counterpart from your podcast on and do a recording that's a cross promotion of what we're doing for vets and have it be a focus of veterans and diet and health for the future, if you're interested. And I put that out there publicly so that way Brian and Fernando know that I, that is something I think we would have a lot of fun with. Yeah, so. that sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, we could do something like that. I got to get with uh, Chris and see, you know, what his, you know, we got to juggle schedules. I mean, he's he works during the day and I'm pretty flexible with what I can do with my schedule. So, you know, if we can slip in a half hour here or there, I can do that type of thing. But I can, I can certainly, uh, I guess off air, we can chat or, you know, get more details about that. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So I apologize. I did wear the shirt as a joke. I used to own a vegetarian slash vegan restaurant and- yeah. It was what helped me get back into eating right and all that. And people bought this for me and yeah. thought it was funny. It's how to prepare yeah. kale, throw it in the like trash it. and make not make some nachos. I love it. Love it. Yeah. And I like, I'm wearing this today and only one person in the audience caught it. That's what made me laugh so hard. Uh, wait, what, what, what? We're, we're working on getting his podcast with our podcast, Brian. So that way the veterans, cause he has a veteran on his podcast. Okay. So we talk yeah. healthy eating. He's, he asked what I'm con- I'm connecting him. So, Doc, with everything you do, you have a busy schedule and all that. Before we get to our final segment of the show, can you do me a favor and tell us all how you take care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Because you, you obviously are eating right. 
you are taking, you are about proper nutrition and health and diet. But the thing is, there's more than that to be able to get the best out of Dr. Bill. Mm -hmm. So what would you do for Dr. Bill to get the best out of himself? Yeah. So there's kind of several pillars, uh, but for me personally, uh, nutrition, my, my nutrition is probably 85% right. Most of the time, I like I'm okay. Most of the time I'm not perfect, but I, I, I am eating the way I just professed to you guys most of the time. Um, and so that keeps me in a realm of relatively good health. Okay. The thing that I notice for me personally, and I think this is true for everyone else is I have to be physically active. Uh, I have good energy and I have a lot of things I do. I mean, I, I do run the ranch and I have a guy that helps me with the ranch and I've got, uh, I've got a team around me at the clinic that helped me w run the clinic. Uh, you know, I, I, I race cars. I've been a soccer coach for, you know, I've been a semi-pro soccer coach and all these kind of things. I do a lot of things because I'm one of those people that likes to do a lot of things. It's my nature, but to be at my best with good energy, I'm usually best whenever I'm physically active. And so what that means is I have to, I build in exercise um, less typically in this cycle in my life right now, I exercise in the evenings because my daughter plays soccer. So while she's doing that, I'm, I'm exercising so that we do that on the same time frame. But a lot of times it's in the morning, I find a way and I find it unacceptable that I don't do something for physical exercise. It doesn't have to take a lot of my time. I'll typically do calisthenics uh, with bands and also like, just like you were doing with pushups and things like that. I do that. 15 minutes of that every day, if you do it consistently, can make a big difference. That's what I do. Okay. Second thing that I, I do is I think mindfulness and uh, is very, very important. And I have, uh, this is fairly in the last couple of years for me that I've really implemented this. I tend to try to uh, adhere to a, a, at least a short meditation schedule very regularly. Okay. So for me, that keeps me, uh, I have a type A personality. I tend to say yes to too many things and take on too many things. So I know that about my own nature. So what I have to do is I have to quiet my mind and I have to prepare. I did meditate before this show, just trying to prepare myself that like, let me just be receptive to whatever's going to you know, be here and what, whatever I can share. And I think that always helps me. And if a person does that routinely, I think it, it starts to bleed over that mind, body, spirit, that spiritual aspect, whether it's religious or not, the spiritual practices where you quiet your mind is a huge health factor. I've seen people with awesome health, CrossFit champions, uh, awesome nutrition. Uh, they've got their spiritual life is in the tank. OK, and they're not well. They're in my office all the time with some problem, some ailment. It's because the mind's connected to the body. So I'm very aware of that. I also take on a lot of things. And because I'm type A, I have to manage stress. And that we, you know, I, that's why I meditate. So nutrition is part of it. The uh, physical fitness is a central theme. I was a collegiate sprinter. So I, I, I grew up running. I've been an athlete my whole life. And so uh, for me, I, there's no races for me to run anymore. I don't tend to want to be a long distance runner. Um, but hiking, rucking, some distance running, I'll do some of these types of things. And then just basic strength, because as we age, uh, one of the key factors for people to age successfully is to be uh, uh, strong. Strength is where aging, when you lose strength, you're aging rapidly. And so I think that's key uh, that we do that. I guess the last thing that's a very big part of my general uh, is I typically turn the TV off. I don't watch television very often uh, and I read a lot. So I probably listen to three audiobooks a month and it probably a couple of other written books at least couple to 
a couple of months as well. So I'm not a prolific once a week, you know, kind of reader, but, and then awesome. Just like you guys, you probably get a lot of plus out of these podcasts where you interview people and you meet people. I have things that I've absorbed from the champions that have come on our show that are like, wow, I need more of what that guy's got going on. Right. And, or that gal. And, and so that's, that's my life. That's what I do. That's how I try to balance it. Uh, I tend to go in spurts where I go really hard on a project um, and, and, you know, and then try to maintain some time for family. I, uh, this, this, this is a, a very quick question and I don't know if it's a dumb question. I always say this. I know there's no thing like a dumb question, but sometimes I just need to say it beforehand. Um, I have a very bad relationship with food. Some days I have no appetite and other days I am hungry. What is the minimum amount of calories that I can eat? Because I cannot force feed myself to eat if I do not have an appetite. So what is it that I can eat that I can eat the less of to give me the nutrition that I need when I struggle with my, with my appetite? First off, it's okay to fast. Fasting, uh, one of the things that you can improve cholesterol profiles, body fat percentage, and insulin levels is fasting. So if you're not hungry, there may be a wisdom into just listening to what your body's saying. Now, if that's going on and you're losing weight precipitously in a disease-like fashion where it's like, I, I just, I'm losing weight and I don't mean to, that's one thing. But if you're just fasting and it's like, maybe, maybe you need uh, one meal to two meals a day. I know people that have completely reversed their type two diabetes by just eating one meal a day. And it's a high fat protein diet. My opinion would be if you're going to eat something, it needs to have a, a good fat involved. That can be eggs, nuts, seeds, avocados, coconut oil, butter, ghee, olive oil, fish oil, things like that. It can have fish, chicken, some type of protein. Okay. Highest quality you can get. And then, it, and, and maybe a little vegetables. But for me, you asked specifically, if I'm only going to eat a little, what should I, you should eat something that's fat and protein in it. Okay. That's what I believe because that's going to give you the most density of nutrients. Uh, and also, you know, still, it, it, you know, safe to do. So as we're coming near the end of the show, we do positive affirmations. It's something as simple as saying, Go hold a door for somebody and don't expect a thank you in return. Uh, buy the meal for the person behind you in line without them knowing. Something, whatever it could be. Ilsa uh, is going to go first. And then I'll go, but then we're going to throw it back and go to Ilray really quick. And this is her first time doing this before you will take us out for the end of the show, Doctor. Sure. Now, anybody that wants their name thrown in for a consultation with the doctor, please throw your name in the comments now. Let us know where you're at with that. And I look forward to doing the spin of the wheel and connecting you with Dr. Bill. Miss Ilsa, are you ready to show us how it's done? Born ready, baby. <laughs> I'm from South Africa. <laughs> Guys, today's show, thank you so much for, for, for making my friend Ellery feel safe. With you guys, I knew that this was the community for her. You guys empower and just keep empowering. Um, be kind, be nice. And while me and her were giggling because we were catching up like girls do, I was busy shuffling my cards. And every time we have talked about something today and I shuffle my cards, then it's just the universe giving us the 
what do you say um confirmation mm -hmm. confirmation on 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 what we were talking about and these two cards popped out the one is find solace in solitude and the other one is inquire within so the one find solace in solitude says take time for silence Turn off the television, radio, and telephone. Escape your family and friends. Sit in silence. Just you with you. So on that card, I just want to say sometimes the best thing you can do is cut out people in your life and just focus on you because if you get your mental health right and you get your 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 diet and everything right, you can strive and and, and live a very healthy life. A uh, very healthy lifestyle. And then with inquire within, it says the answer to every question in any situation lives within you. The intelligence inside you has all the answers. Consult your inner wisdom. Don't question, analyze, or doubt the first answer it gives you. Listen and obey, and you won't go wrong. So today, go out slay you guys have so many hours and minutes and seconds to make a, a difference in other people's lives that will in turn definitely make a difference in yours so just go out there and be positive and just be authentically yourself it's adorable in so many ways i love it um so guys i just did some quick math uh we are at 363 subscribers on youtube if we have 10 days left in the month not including today if everybody who's watching can get two people we'll be over 400 people if everybody who's watching can get three people we would be able to be over 400 with a little bit extra and pushing towards our December goal of, of ending the year over 500. So guys, if this, not, if this, it's not, if I know today had some fun, I know today had a lot of good energy that put out there where even Dr. Bill, when he was getting ready to run out to a patient, he's like, hold up. I got Java on like guys. <laughs> I want you to know that what we're doing is for each other. It is an amazing thing. And I am so grateful that I, that there's so many people that show up daily in their trucks with their families all over the world, looking to bring this positivity there. While you know friends and you know family, go take your mom's cell phone and subscribe to the network. So it counts as one of them. Go take your grant, your kid's cell phone, subscribe to the network just because your kids need that positivity too. Guys, I want to thank you for everything you're doing. I want to thank you for being here. And today is a day that while it may be the middle of the week, it is hemp day for us here at Delight Cafe. I want you to find that person to hump. And if you can't find a humper, guess what? Find some help and find your calm to get back in life. Thank you guys for watching. El Ray, I hope you're ready. All right, girl, bring it. Um, wow. Well, I just want to say thank you for, for having me. And making me feel like my sunflower self. And if I could share anything from the deepest part of my being right now, it would be all of life flows to me with ease and grace and glory. So take that from my heart to yours. <laughs> I just love you so much. <laughs> and then Dr. Bill, take us out, my friend. Well, first off, I want to thank you all for having me on this program. It's been fun. It's been a really cool interview. And I, I, 
it's kind of my mission to share this nutritional message. I really, I really am thankful and grateful to you uh, for sharing that. Um, I'd like, I always like the, the quote, the doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will interest his patients in the care of the human frame and the cause and the prevention and diet and the cause of prevention of disease. Everyone that listened to this has a body that will respond and knows how to heal itself. And I would encourage everyone to take more care to uh, look at what they're consuming and um, know that your body will respond positively if you choose to do that. And I, I think that's a, you know, people often sometimes feel like their body's running away and it, it isn't, it's there for you. And it can, it can create energy and it can improve, um, you know, your, your ability to get anything done, accomplish any life mission you want. So again, thank you. And, uh, Best of luck to everyone that listened to this. Thanks. Thank you so much, doctor. Uh, this was a great episode. Guys, have a good one. Remember, two people. If everybody gets two people, we're over 400. All right? Thank you guys so much. Love you guys. Let's change the world. <laughs>